Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Akronensai and these are going to be our weekly messages. Quite the week and quite the reading. Um, I think every week is that. Um, I'm recording this a little earlier. It's before 2pm 2, 2 here on Friday the 9th of February. I've got a very crazy busy weekend um, this weekend. Lots of family stuff going on and friends. Um, quite fitting for the new moon in Aquarius which is this evening that is the receiving card that we have from the sacred rebel oracle if you're watching the screen you can see me pulling the cards there I want to say this you'll see from the wild unknown animal spirit card that comes out and the first card that comes out of the, from the tarot be careful what you wish for be careful what you wish for because you just might get it right and that is a re so i mean think about i mean i'm recording this early i'll post it before the new moon anyway um but i want you to consider within yourself what is it that you wish for what is it that you want what is it that you're open to receiving uh what how do you want to be received right and but in a really kind of different way i want to say that um let me read the cards and we'll get into it. There's something around that, that coming up. You can see from, you know, um, just the Oracle cards and the first tarot card that comes out. This week, uh, this is the other thing I wanted to say. Mars will move into Aquarius. I think that's on the 13th. And by next weekend, Venus will have moved into Aquarius as well. Um, sorry, I'm just double checking that it's recording because last week I had that mishap and it didn't record. I've got loads of communication stuff going on, on every level, on every single level, literal, internal, um, how I communicate, what I'm hearing, what I'm receiving from communication. So that's a big theme, personal theme that's going on. But we've got, yeah, Mars moving into Aquarius and then Venus. And obviously they're going to greet Pluto um, as they get, well, that's the first thing, right? Um, I, I described it to someone as taking the knee to Pluto before they move through Aquarius. So that's part of that. You'll see it in the cards. But let me read receiving number 27. You are so loved. Your every need is witnessed and responded to by the universe. You become swept up in the momentum of habitual consciousness and you forget to take a moment to stop, breathe and be. In that moment, you can receive the love of the universe that is receiving you. It will nourish you with contentment and energy. You have not done this enough, so your soul is becoming parched and dry and is drying out. Energy, how does that happen? Anyway, energy has been going out of you, but there is not enough coming back in. It is time to bring something back in for you, to receive and be received. You are being offered a chance for restoration now, to feel nourished, cared for and loved. Accept it, you deserve it. And there's that nine of cups, that was the first card out from the tarot. The healing process below will help you surrender any guilt or shame you feel for having needs in the first place, which I'm not going to be reading, but anyway. It will also help you overcome any struggle that you have receiving and accepting so that your needs can be met. Do you know how much joy the universe gains from being able to give to you? When you delight in what you receive, when you openly embrace a gift and are so happy with it, the universe is fully received by you. In this space, there is joyful communion between you and life. Energy flows more freely and magic happens. When you demur, demur saying you cannot accept that it's too great a gift or that you are not worthy, 
you are impeding that flow. You are inhibiting the communion, the connection, the playful interaction between you and the universe. Enough with the false modesty and guilt. You are a radiant sun in human clothing. An exquisite life experience is your birthright. Enjoy it, soak it up, all of it, including the restoration of sacred rest. From that place of nourishment, you will more effortlessly create, live and love with greater energy and thriving, pulsing passion. The earth rests each night so it can greet the sun again each morning, the spectacular living art of sunrise. Allow yourself to switch off, step away, close the laptop, switch off the phone and just be with yourself for a little while. You will return and be more efficient and effective. Rest now, play now and work later. Forget your worries for a while, switch off, do something else, let it all go, it will all flow. Okay then. Um, I'm going to go straight into the swan card because it kind of ties into that receiving. I mean, the word effortless, right? So it's swan is effortless, creativity, sensitive, mystic, elegant power. The swan represents heightened creativity. In Hindu mythology, the goddess Saraswati, the embodiment of language, creativity and artistry, rides on the back of this graceful creature. The swan is ready to take us there, to the fluid realm of writing, creating and reflecting. This potent and healing energy is not to be taken for granted or taken lightly. When the swan card appears, your soul is calling for attention. So we've got two cards talking about our soul calling, needing attention. For solo time, an inner voice is waiting to be heard, an inner vision likely to be revealed. When in balance, infinite creative power. When out of balance, agitated, snippy, lacking vision. To bring into balance, solo time, writing. Now, what I'm going to say to this, for this is, let's say, for example, right, this weekend, like today I'm seeing friends later on today, which I, it just happened. Usually we meet up on Thursdays, but this week it was Friday, it was moved to, and then I realised it was when it's the new moon in Aquarius, I'll be hanging out with friends, which is perfect, right, um, for me as an Aquarius. And then this weekend, so it started today, there's three-day prayers happening um, at the Gudra, which is a Sikh temple, um, for my cousin because you know we had those deaths last year um in the 11th month where after someone passes Sikhs have a tradition of carrying out three-day prayers it's the closing of um grieving of the grief process of you know um being in mourning so it, it closes out that period and it's a traditional thing that we do so I'll be seeing lots of family and cousins and all sorts of stuff and my sister and my nephew and you know loads of those kinds of things going on um so will I have much alone time this weekend probably not but does that mean I can't do these energies no and, and that's part of the biggest message I think that's going on at the moment is that and again like the Taurus part of it right because we've got a new moon this evening um squaring Uranus in Taurus in that I don't think it's just, you know, we just change things on a literal level or we can, and it's not just about forgetting the literal earth level as well, but it's about functioning in the material, in the physical, but being able to embody a lot of these changes that are going on. Can you hold yourself, you know? Um, and that's one of the themes that I personally have been exploring is how I can hold myself. And for me, that comes up in ways of, 
the need to explain the need to justify the need you know i don't have like th those are some of the challenges and in not doing those things i've realized how much i do do those things right i mean obviously here i'm giving a message so i'm explaining it but think in everyday life think about how how much can you just move can you just be who you are do what you need to do um and just do it like you know just show up without the need to explain um that doesn't mean to be cagey i mean it's a very kind of nuanced intricate way of looking at things um but the first person who has to be okay with whatever you're doing is you receive yourself first right before you can expect to be received in any kind of way outside of yourself uh, and the thing is when you receive yourself then you don't really have an expectation I mean that's not true at first it can be challenging but the more and more you receive yourself and receive the world right it's a two-way two-way street um I think the more we can engage with the world without needing it to mirror exactly how we see ourselves if that makes any kind of sense hope it does anyway let's read bakana which is the rune that i have over here and have a look at what the keywords are growth rebirth birch tree and it says another of the cycle runes bakana represents a form of fertility that fosters growth both symbolically and actually the growth may occur in affairs of the world in family matters in the relationship of the self to the self or to the divine a room that leads to blossoming and ripening. And I just want to say this. If it happens in one area, it's happening in all of them. Right? It's just that we tend to only focus on one area um, in whatever we're doing. But it speaks to everything. A room that leads to blossoming and ripening. Bacana is concerned with the flow of beings into their new forms. Its action is gentle, penetrating and pervasive. What is called for here is to consider your issue with care and awareness. First disperse any resistance, then accomplish the work. For this to happen, your will must be clear and controlled, your motives correct. Any dark corners, judgment, any dark corners should be cleansed. This must be carried out diligently and sometimes with expert help. Modesty, patience, fairness and generosity are called for here. Once resistance is dispersed and rectification carried out and seen to hold firm, then thorough steadfastness and right attitude no, sorry, then through steadfastness and right attitude, the blossoming can start to occur. Reversed. Events or more likely aspects of character interfere with the growth of new life. That's our own character. You may feel dismay at failing to take right action, but rather than dismay, what is called for here is diligence. Examine what has taken place, your role in it, your needs and the needs of other people. Are you placing your wants before the needs of others? strip away until you can identify the obstacles to growth in this situation then penetrating gently and that's a penetrating gently i think is words to kind of really kind of live by at the moment um imitate the wind you may be required to cultivate the soil once again yet through correct preparation growth is assured okay so We've got this stuff about receiving, um, kind of going into ourselves a little bit. Um, this stood out to me. We've got judgment here. I mean, obviously, right, we've had Mercury cross before Pluto's in Aquarius. Everyone keeps talking about Pluto and Aquarius, which is a long-term thing. These are just opening gambits, right? 
we have a strategy, we have a tactic, we have something that we're implementing at the moment at the beginning of this. And I had this thought about this weekend, just, you know, just taking this weekend, forget this even week ahead, that in some ways we're all going through the same thing. Now, at a literal earth level, no, we're not, right? I've got um, my cousin's Budsi, um, that's the Indian word for the three-day um, three ritual that I described earlier. I've got my but I'm sure there's other people in the world that must have a Budsi as well, but how many of you have, right? Not really. Um, for some, this will be, this might even be the happiest weekend of their entire lives, or it might be the saddest one. Um, or just a run-of-the-mill, like, you know, normal, nothing different kind of weekend. And that's, I don't think we think about that enough, right? Because think about how many times, I mean, I was thinking today, obviously, with these things coming up, I don't remember. I remember the last time I spoke to my cousin, whose Budsy is, next weekend is my aunt's Budsy. And I don't even remember the last time I spoke to her, if I'm completely honest. I don't remember the last conversation we had. And in that moment, did I think to myself, oh, this is the last time I'm going to speak to my aunt? No. That's one way of receiving, right? Of that we don't know. It, no matter how difficult it is, that may be the most difficult thing you ever experience in your life. And that's it. Like, you're never going to do anything more difficult than what you will do this weekend for some people. For some, like I said, it'd be nothing different. It'd just be another run. And that may be the not last run-of-the-mill normal weekend you're ever going to have. There are different ways to receive. And do we experience that? And I'm not even talking about mindfulness here or being mindful of it. Just orienting it within the scope of time. You know, there's something... Aquarius is ruled by Saturn as well. Um, some people would say only ruled by Saturn, but, you know, I believe Uranus is a co-ruler of of Aquarius. And so when we're talking about Aquarian themes, we are also talking about, not in the, not in the Capricorn sense. If you think about Capricorn in time, that's the past, that's tradition. Aquarius is time, but going forwards. And do we receive whatever this time is as a gift? Do we receive it? How are we receiving whatever is going on in our lives at the moment? Um, now, have a look at this. So we've got the Knight of Cups in the past. And interesting with the Swan coming up here. The thing with the Knight of Cups is a dream. And we've got the Nine of Cups here, right? And if the, if I was, this is the, the first year of me doing readings, this is what I would have said. Something that you wish for is being received right but not in a way that we recognize it i think because of the seven of wands there in fact at this point when you get the seven of wands the nine of cups that's defending a wish that you know and who are you defending it from you know what and is it forget everyone else just forget everyone else for a moment because that's one way to kind of go within with this kind of taking taking a step back, the solo energy, the solo time, right? You could go decide to go, I'm going to go spend the day by myself in this cabin in the woods, right? You could do that. But if you're spending that whole time thinking about what other people think, say, when I go back to work, this, that and the other, you're not alone. You're not alone. You might physically be alone, but mentally and emotionally, you're not. 
because that you're still thinking about that and you know i used to have this conversation a lot with people who had broken up with someone you know they were they were single for all intents and purposes and they wanted a new relationship but even you know asking me the question they would send me an essay about their ex and it would be it was very obvious that you know that yeah you may literally physically be single but emotionally and mentally you're still in that relationship not a judgment nothing wrong with that so it isn't enough just to physically do something it's i mean this is an emotional card right so go with like own what you feel now here with the knight of cups is being led by what he feels pisces energy let's see what we get with that Well, we've got Nine of Cups, Knight of Cups, and the Five of Cups down here in the advice. <coughs> Excuse me. There's a very a wishing well type of energy to this reading. What do I mean by that? Hold on one second so I can take a sip of water. I mean, consider a wishing well. And oh bloody hell, I don't know why I always picture the wishing well in, in Goonies, right? Um how do you make a wish with the wishing well? You throw in a coin. You throw in something, right? That's how you make a wish at a wishing well. Or at those fountains that people make wishes at. There's coins in them. I'm not saying that your coin has to be a coin. Um, in fact, if you look at this reading. There aren't any pentacles in the base reading. Every other card that comes out is just a clarifier of this. Um, we don't even have any swords. So there's no there's no pentacles. There aren't any swords. We've got wands and we've got cups. That's deeply emotional energy. That's the expression. of wands is the creative expression of what of our feelings of who we are. This is creative energy. What are we creating and why? And so with that, there, I might even call this one wishing well. There's something about a wishing well energy of this in that. What are we receiving? I mean, it may be that we can make a wish without the wishing well. I'm not saying that you have to sacrifice something, but it is about understanding what your own personal dynamics are with wishing. So people don't like to wish, you know, they don't like to dream. I've hung out in groups of friends where we'd be making plans of you know oh one day we'll do this let's all meet up and let's do this and stuff right and that's knight of cups right not actual plans but oh wouldn't it be cool if we all did this whatever and some people get really uncomfortable with that kind of thinking why because it feels like they're setting themselves up for disappointment and i've had people say for like i don't want to let's not do this guys because then when it doesn't happen i can't handle the disappointment so People do have different relationships with their wishes and with their dreams. And so some some people wouldn't even call it a wish or a dream. They might call it a goal. They might call it an intention or a plan that I'm working on, right? Figure out what your relationship is with that. Interesting. I mean, is that what exactly what I'm talking about here with this Knight of Cups, Five of Cups? Um because we've got the five of cups underneath it and we got i mean this is disappointment right regret 
missed opportunities. Uh, I don't have the support for what I'm wishing for. You know, there's all sorts of themes that come up with this. But we've got two knights here. We don't have any other court cards. Um, we've only got two knights. And we've only got one major arcana, which is judgment. The minors are very personal. It's very kind of day-to-day -day what we're doing, how we're engaging with it, right? But the major arcanas are a much greater trajectory of our lives. It's across the board. They do not refer to just um, a relationship or a job. It's much bigger than that. It's a, a different dynamic. Um, and yet, and it makes sense with all the personal planets going past Pluto, these are experienced at a very personal level with all these miners coming up with this. So with the Knight of Cups here, are our dreams or how we're led by our... Have you been led by feelings of regret and missed opportunity? Always trying to make up for something, right? Or did you, try, you know, allow yourself to go for a dream and it didn't work out the way you wanted to? It's going to be a different story for everyone. But what we're looking around for this is regrets connected to our dreams. Let's see what the Nine of Cups and the Seven of Wands are saying. Emperor and the Six of Pentacles. All right. I mean, receiving, we've got the giving and receiving card here. The Nine of Cups, with the Emperor coming up with it, it's I am the dream. I am the wish. Now, because think, if you're going to become a millionaire, right, if, you, if the dream is, and I pick some stupid random one like that, right, but if it's I want a million, but you've spent a long time like doing spiritual practice so you feel guilty and a lot of religious people who have a lot of guilt around wanting money right um which is why i always make the point that i don't glorify poverty i don't think there's anything um i don't think there's anything that is um glamorous about being impoverished in whatever way we're impoverished right but with the nine of cups and the emperor coming up it's that my dream is a statement on who I am. My dream is a statement on my personal power, right? And I'll give you an example around this. So say, for example, what you really want, if you really kind of drop into your feelings and you, you, you know, you go through all the layers rather than just the physical, this is the solution to some problem. You go deep within and you think, what do I really want, Knight of Cups? And you think, you know what? I just feel really lonely. I feel really lonely or... I just don't feel like lack of support. That's why I've picked it. Um, like I miss being in a relationship or I miss hanging out with my friends, like whatever it may be for you. You aren't going to fully like make wishes around that if you are judging yourself for feeling lonely. It's like, oh, I'm not meant to feel lonely or, you know, that. A lot of older women, and I say this as an older woman, um, would there's you can sometimes feel like shame or guilt around getting love readings right from and that's one of the things I used to say to them I said I get it right you know it's like we're not meant to want a man in our lives or a relationship or a woman whatever right but a relationship we're not meant to want that because we're meant to be self-sufficient which is bullshit right we're social creatures it is in our DNA to socialize a lot of our unhappiness comes from trying to do every bloody thing alone 
But with the emperor, the nine of cups, it's not just saying this is my dream. This is the saying I am this dream. That you know, whatever it is I'm dreaming or wishing, or even what I'm grateful for. And this might even be like what I'm grateful for about myself, right? But it's me, it's my identity, it's it becomes it makes a statement on me, not to the world, but to you. And with the emperor coming up there, especially with the seven of wands down here, this is like, what do, what truth do you stand in? It's an emotional truth of what you want more of, what you are trying to grow. Because that's what you give. And you will do, with the six of pentacles then, if it's something that you love and that you're grateful for, so I don't know, like if you, is this, I mean, this is like loving what you do and doing what you love. That does not mean having the perfect career. And that may be the point that you've been looking for this within a career, within a job, and it's just not there. So find that feeling somewhere else in your life. But the six, and, and this might be, there's a very transactional quality here, right? Of I need to be this way and then I will receive what it is that I want, right? But there's a very defensive energy, seven of ones, nine of cups of defending what you want. From who? Do you see what I mean? And it, and even if you say, well, my family, they're not going to want me to do that. Or, you know, my partner doesn't want me to do that. But at first, you know, the only reason that has any significance for you is because what they are saying feeds a feeling that you already have. So this speaks to a certain relationship around what we do with our feelings, how we lead with our feelings. You know, the swan is a water card as well. Um how we defend it, what we hide, what we share, what we work from. But it's all of these are to do with Knight of Cups, Nine of Cups. Now think about that. Those are minor arcanas. And in a way, when you've got the Knight of Cups, the Nine of Cups, they are minor versions of the star card. How would you go for a bigger vision if, you know, your secret kind of dreams or whatever, like you keep them secret even from yourself? How can you receive um, something bigger? And also, if you're so locked into just it coming through in one way. Because with the Emperor here, Knight of Wands and Knight of Cups, this speaks to you. It speaks to who you are. How do I show up for this? How do I go for this? How do I appreciate this? Do I recognise the emotion behind the literal things that I want? And maybe it's even like what you want or what you need on a basic level. And now I always say like, go for what you want, you'll get what you need. But we don't always recognise the need because it's not, we want the one. We want it how we want it, right? Which is fair enough for human beings, that's what we do. The focus is on judgment, which is drawing a line under the past. It's a massive decision. So I don't know if you're getting ready to make a massive decision. If there is a massive decision, this would be it, right? Because it's... In the, in the majors, I always say this, you've got the high priestess, that's a decision, justice, decision, judgment is a decision. But the, the decision of judgment, which is why it's called judgment, and it's a judgment without judgment. There's no blame, shame or guilt here. This is the purely kind of, when I make this decision, nothing will be the same again after that. That some massive thing closes out. One massive way of being closes out in our lives. Now think about 
Mercury having gone past the uh, past Pluto, sorry, um, would be like, I'm not going to communicate like that anymore. I'm not going to talk about those kinds of things. I don't care. Or, you know, it could be that. Or I'm going to start saying more of this. It doesn't have to just be closing things out. Because um, this is all internally led. We've got cups, water, right? Now we're moving into expression of that with wands coming in and the emperor. Expression of who you are. That's Aquarius is all about that. Remember, I said it in the seasonals in the outro that you can only be what you are, that ultimately anything that you're doing is being OK with who you are, no matter what you get. That's what you're being OK with. Who you are, who you're becoming, what you're giving birth to, what you have to say, you know, what you are creating, the vision that you have for yourself, your family, your loved ones, the world, whatever. That's what you're OK with. That's what you own. That's what you, that's. That's all that really matters in a kind of very Aquarian sense. I said it in that kind of ramble that I just did last night of, you know, that's one of the most boring shit and things in the world to me is when the only opinions expressed or ideas expressed are about other people. Right. And because it doesn't I mean, it tells me a lot about you, but it, it's not it doesn't tell me the good stuff about you. Right? Do you know what I mean? Like it's. I don't want a middleman when I hear about you. I'd love to hear about you. I'd love to know what excites you, what brings you to life. You know, what would you like to see? What, Rather than just that kind of critic energy. And I know why I'm like that. It's my Virgo moon. Because I know I've, I'm capable of being that way. So focus is on judgment, which is drawing a line under the past, facing the future without fear. But what is it that's left behind? Remember, it's a big transition card. Of course, we've got King of Swords, Aquarius. Come on. Three of Pentacles. The Three of Pentacles is such an important card, especially since Capricorn season. It's a Capricorn card. It's Mars in Capricorn. So it makes sense, right? Um, hold on one second. Sorry, so it's Mars in Capricorn. And this, I mean, if you think about it, so the Emperor is very, and, and <coughs> it's fascinating to me this kind of dichotomy that's coming up. So we've got this North Node in Aries, which is all about leading the way, you know, going it alone if you have to, but getting it done. We've got Aquarius, which is all about, you know, the individual. What is it that makes you unique? Who are you? And yet there's also this aspect of like group consciousness of working together. And I've been talking about this for a while. You may have heard it in previous weeklies as well of, the limitations that we put on our dreams when we know we're the only ones that get to do it. You know, when we on our own have to do everything. And that speaks to, I mean, if you think about, I'm talking about wells. I mean, that story of um, the well in the village. I think it was Charles Eisenstein that told that story of the well in the village. And when they came to, you know, the the charities and stuff came to give, each house running water that you'd have your own water outside like a I don't know how they did it but the village didn't want it they said we like having our well and they're like but you have to walk to the well every day and they're like but that's where life happens 
that's where we get to talk to our neighbours and we hang out there and there was this whole thriving kind of um, social atmosphere around getting water from the well. I think increasingly, if you look at the world around us, we have tried to be more self-sufficient, right? So you don't have to go to the laundrette. You can just wash your clothes at home in the in, in the washing machine. You don't have to do whatever. You can just, you know, do it at home. You don't have to go buy groceries or anything. I mean, you can order them. I mean, I do that. So I'm not, I'm not having a dig. Um, or it, it's this kind of self-sufficiency. But that could be our Achilles heel now. This could be our downfall because... Anything that you dream up, anything that you feel that you'd like, there's a one track way of doing it, which is me, myself and I, I'm going to, I'm going to have to do this. And even if you're going to outsource some things, let's say you want to start a business like this, right? And it's like, oh shit, I'm going to have to get someone to make my website for me or teach me how to do this. But it's still for you to have all the skills or, you know, you pay someone. That's not working together. I mean, that's the only way we now have to work together with someone, I think, in a lot of ways, is we pay people. I'll pay you to do that for me. That isn't really working together. That's not really building something together. So with judgment coming up here, and the Ten of Swords is, it is shame, it is guilt, it's betrayal, it's being stabbed in the back, it's all those shitty thoughts that we've ever had about anything. It's failures that we've had. It's tripping up. It's looking stupid. It's it's everything. It's all of that. It's the shadow of the past. But the, with the King of Swords coming up, it is the knowledge that it's given you, right? So knowledge isn't enough. To know something, big whoop, right? It doesn't matter if you... And I shouldn't really say that, right? But But it is on some level. Knowledge isn't wisdom. A lot of the time, like I can say, well, no, well, this happened and that happened, but that's not meaning, that's sad, right, of that, what is the truth around this? What should we think about this? What is the deeper implications of this? Just because you know what somebody wrote, because you know what somebody said, because you know whatever you know, right, to know something is just, you have knowledge of it, right, knowledge, that's not wisdom. Wisdom is the application of that, because you know how you feel, what is... So the knowledge of how you feel, then wisdom is the application of that. How do I apply that in a different way? I mean, you've got two of ones, knight of ones here. This is not doing anything the same as you've ever done it. But remember what I'm saying to you with these cards coming up. It's maybe to receive things in a different way. To not just at physical level, shut it down or go away or, you know, whatever it is. I don't know what people do. Whatever it is that you do within yourself. Three of Pentacles ultimately says it takes all kinds. You have a purpose. And one that you determine yourself and it can change. It's not some life purpose. Although, you know, if you want to talk at a soul level, your soul has a purpose too. But in everyday life, what is it that gives you purpose? What is it that brings you to life? What do you stand behind and say, this is me? This is what I want. This is what I choose. This is what I own. This is who I am. But yeah, the King of Swords, he has complete knowledge. Like he he knows what he knows. He has these ideas and stuff. And I've used this example before. Um, it's in the first episode of Suits when um, Mike meets Harvey when he goes into his office and stuff. 
and Mike can show that he's got a photographic memory. Like he remembers everything that's written in a, in a law book. If he just has to read a book once and he can recite it word for word, which is what a photographic memory is. And that's what a lot of us have. We have a photographic memory of things that have happened in our lives. But Harvey says to him, well, that's well and good that you can remember it, but can you apply it? If I give you a situation, right, can you apply it to a situation? Because that's a whole different kettle of fish. And more than that, I think with this reading, it's not just saying what we know, what we've learned in what some ways from defeats and failures and all the, the shitty stuff, but the, even the application of that, but in a new way, two of ones, knight of ones. This will be doing things differently. This will be showing up differently. This will be moving through the world differently. This will be speaking to people in a different way. So even if you don't change a single thing about your life, a single thing, right? You're gonna stay in the same job. You're gonna live in the same house. You're gonna earn the same amount of money. You're not gonna change any of that stuff. There is this massive power that you have to show up differently even right now, this second. I think there are a lot of people that are changing the physical things in their life and what they're doing. How they spend their time for starters, right? But the three of pentacles, and it keeps coming up week after week because that's that's Mars in Capricorn, that's one thing. Let's get one more for that. Well. Oh god, where did it go? Hold on one second, guys. Okay, I thought I'd lost it. Um, it had fallen on a blue surface and I couldn't see it from the back. Six of Cups. I mean, think about this then. So we've got Five of Cups, Regret, Lost, Missed Opportunities. How many of your dreams have been to compensate for a loss that's happened? How, many, how much of what you're going forward to is to make up for, you know, overcompensation is a theme. I keep talking about it. Will we overcompensate for something? But we've got the Six of Cups here. So if we're, look, if we're receiving things as a gift... Do you see the past as a gift? The Six of Cups is literally a gift of the past. Like we can look back and realise if that hadn't happened, then I would never have been this person. So it this is this transcends almost like, you know, past, present, future. Is everything is a gift. Everything. But here specifically judgment, we're drawing a line under the past. Not just the shitty stuff of the past, but even the lessons that we've learned about the past. You know, the good things that we became, <laughs> excuse me, things I think that we're even good at. You know, I think that's going to, because that's what the King of Swords would say. You cannot just sit in the knowledge of what you're comfortable about. I always think of the King of Swords, especially when you get the King of Swords and the, the Knight of Wands. This would be someone who is, has spent, I don't know, 20 years, maybe 30 years um, teaching ancient Egyptian history or something, right? The King of Swords knows his subject inside and out, inside and out, and then decides I'm going to do something else. Now, what? Two of Wands, Knight of Wands go in a different direction. There's a number of things available to that person. They could continue teaching the, uh, the subject that they want to teach, but do it in a different way. Like rather than doing a lecture, or maybe they've been writing books about this, now they decide to do lectures in a university or vice versa. They might decide to go traveling and go do it in different, like, you know, there's some aspect of this changes or they can give up ancient um, 
Egyptian history and stuff and study other ancient civilizations. And that would deepen the awareness of, oh, okay, well, this isn't unique to the Egyptians. This happened in Greece. This happened with the Mayans or, you know, whatever it is. But it would be a difference. There is something about showing up in a different way and wanting to create in a different way, in a much truer way. One of the ways that could be King of, um, King of Swords, which if he's always been comfortable that the elected King of Swords giving the advice, giving the whatever, he might now decide to go be a student in, of something else. Still do his job, still do whatever, but go somewhere else and learn something or experience it or become like a bloody, I don't know, snowboarder or whatever. But it's, it's, it's connected to this. It's not just sitting in the knowledge of what we know. This is a massive, I don't know. I have no idea. Let's see what the two of wands. Two of wands is a crossroads. It's going in a different direction, but it's doing something differently. The bloody tower keeps coming up in the present for a lot of these readings. So we've got the tower. Seven of pentacles. So think about the tower, right? Tower is Mars. And like I said, Mars will be, no surprise, will be conjunct um, Pluto. I think it's 13th, 14th. Um, so I want you to consider this with, with the tower coming up and the two of wands. This is an action that is taken. But what is it taken around? Remember I was talking about the wishing well. With the seven of pentacles, it's investments and returns. And you can see we're going five of cups, six of cups. We're going six of pentacles, seven of pentacles. There is progression here. But it is maybe not in the way that you would consider it progression. What does that mean? It means if the seven of pentacles is what is worth the time and effort. Like what is it? that? I, what is the garden that I'm growing? This would seem to like, you know, whatever action you've been taking to invest in your future, in your long term security and stability gets shaken up here. This would be almost so only because I watched a movie the other day with my family um, about my father and he says to his father something about these people have stocks and shares. They don't have their money buried in mayonnaise jars in the backyard or something. Right. <laughs> but it's almost got a sense of that, of something that we've been banking on that gets shaken up. Either we're no longer able to do it. I mean, say, for example, I do videos right, and talks. What if I lose my voice tomorrow? That would be that. You know, if I lose my voice tomorrow, um, I can't speak anymore, then that would be the Tower and the Seven of Pentacles. That I have been investing, you know, talking, whatever, has always seemed like, you know, part of my Knight of Cups and I'm moving forward and doing whatever. It gets shaken up. There's, you know, I don't know if I get polyps or something. I don't know. I don't even know what would happen, but let's not talk that into existence. <laughs> but anyway, if there's something unpredictable that happens, and so you cannot invest in that way anymore. If, you know, I'm investing in my future by paying into some pensions or doing whatever, and that company goes bust, or I was always relying on my skill as an ancient Egyptian, you know, thing, and all of a sudden now they discover, hey, 
everything that we know about the history of ancient Egypt is bullshit because it was the aliens. And, you know, if, if it was that kind of ancient aliens kind of thing, they've got concrete proof for it, then it's not worth my time and effort to keep repeating the stuff that I've always, that I've done. So this feels like a very sudden change that you, you may feel the urge to do something differently. You may feel the urge to invest in something else. And by investment, I mean your time, effort and energy. You may also see different returns come back, like, you know, with this. So say, for example, if you have been doing a job, right? And I'm just going to keep it about jobs and stuff because it was the three of pentacles. But hey, could be relationships applied to whatever the hell's going on in your life. That if if tomorrow I won the lottery, like somebody just handed me like two million pounds or something, right? And said, here you go. This is, you know, this, you mean a lot to me or I've, I'm, I'm going to give you this house that, you know, you've, I just want you to have this house, like a massive house and it, but it's like an hour outside of London or something and I'm going to give it to you. I would change what I'm doing. I would go in a different direction. I mean, if I'm working, say I was working in London, I'd have to change jobs. Or do I say no? I don't know. That's too big of a gift. I can't do that. There is something life-changing here because it's the tower. It feels life-changing. You get judgment and you get the tower. That's life-changing. That is Mars and that is Pluto. But beyond now because i always talk about self-empowerment so i'm not going to sit here and make a prediction and say oh, everyone's about to win the lottery or whatever right two of ones were going in a different direction this might be what you are now willing to do a new direction that you are willing to go in to achieve what it is that you want to achieve there may and I, i'm just going to say this because it's coming up this might have been something that's been brewing within you since what do we think april may june like last year right um, so think about spring, early summer, Northern Hemisphere, opposite in the Southern, um, last year. And what was kind of brewing, but you put the brakes on it, you know, it's like, oh no, Venus is retrograde. Oh no, no, Mercury's retrograde. And, you know, then it, so what was brewing then? Cause this may be where you kind of think, right, I'm going to do it now, but I'm going to invest something differently or invest in a different way and I'm using the word invest. I don't mean with money. I mean, that may be the case for some of you, but I mean in time, effort and energy. Nine of Swords. This, I mean, yes, I always say the Nine of Swords have gone too far in the future. But with the Nine of Swords here, it's perfect. It's perfect because you would not know if you're really showing up and doing something different. If you're really going in a different direction, if suddenly like, you know, the, ta the tower liberates us from the devil, which is going to be something material in our lives, right? That we feel connected to like, I can't leave London or I can't leave this job. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to miss out on my 10 year bonus or whatever it is. This feels like some kind of challenge to that. And if you say, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Or, or I've never done that before. I'm going to try it, right? Or I'm going to try doing this thing now. Your future would become uncertain. Of course, you'd be afraid of the future. If you feel fear this week, if you feel like, you know, you're driving at really far, not literally, but in life, right? You're going at a million miles per hour without a seatbelt on. 
then you are going in a new direction. I mean, that's going to be par for the course to feel this fear, to feel this uncertainty. Hopefully, if anyone that took on board last week's messages about instability, um, you're kind of used to this by now. You're kind of used to, in some ways, you know, when the, the earth starts to shake under your feet with the tower, you think, okay, well, what's next, right? Okay, I get it. I get it. So this is that. I'm going to get one more for that Nine of Swords. Yeah. King of Wands. Um, Leo energy. So if you do find yourself being afraid of looking ahead and thinking, well, I don't know how that's going to turn out. The King of Wands says, well, you bring your might, you bring your ability to think on your feet. You bring your ability to create or to do things in a certain way, whatever way that may be, right? And it is a fire person coming up in the future. So you've got the Emperor here, you've got Aries, you've got Leo and you've got Sagittarius. It's a lot of fire coming up here. But the Nine of Swords is, of course, the mind's going to worry. The mind wants certainty. Why do you think we think so? Why do we always go on and on about what we know? Because we're certain of what we know. That both the, the great stuff and the not so great stuff, because we know it. And also then three of pentacles here will then, then say that's the role that you play within some dynamic. Is that about to change? I can almost like imagine my dad with this. It's like, you know, if, you, if, if he comes up with some idea and you say to him, yeah, well, you know, that could go. I'll give you a specific example. He wants to buy, a, um, he's wanted to for a few years, buy a place in Spain and he loves Spain. And everyone kept telling him, are you crazy? Like with Brexit and stuff, why do you want to do that? he doesn't understand that concept he doesn't he's what so who cares we'll do something else with it or something else will happen right it's that thing of if the only thing that stands between me and what i want is me and if i'm willing to show up in this bigger you know brighter more dynamic way taking ownership of who i am and how i create and what i create then yeah the outside world anything could happen but i'm changing how i show up Knight of Wands, curious optimist, explorer, adventurer. He does not know. That's kind of his thing. He's taking it all in. He's broadening his horizons. He's going to explore what is happening out there, showing up in a different way. Eight of Pentacles. I mean, so we've we've gone from um, six of Pentacles, seven of Pentacles, eight of Pentacles. So there is something on a very physical material. Right? Remember, pentacles are physically our physical bodies, our possessions, our physical relationships, possessions, time, um, all of this stuff, all that the the material physical things about life. There's progression here. Doing things because they balance us, doing things because of the return that they get here, doing it in a completely different way, learning to do something in a completely different way. You are not going to be great at this when you start. Like, that's part of this. And it's hard, right? That's like asking the emperor to go do something. And it's like, but I'm the emperor. And it's like, yeah, but if you go do this, whatever it is, you know, it would challenge the emperor because he's comfortable in that role, in that identity. That's why it takes courage with strength. 
So now we have the Queen of Swords. Okay, so there's a number of things that come up from this. So Eight of Pentacles with the Queen of Swords. It's the courage to tell your story in a different way, to learn yourself in a different way, to know that you're more than just what you know about yourself. Because here's, and it, it's totally understandable if this is what happens, right? There's a version of yourself that you know yourself to be. And so at first, right, what you try to do is show, remember the physical part, you try to show up for more of that, not just knowledge of what you know, but okay, I'm going to show up in a bigger, bolder way and try to share this in a different way. I'll start talking more about how I feel or start talking to more people or doing whatever. Somehow through that process, though, it's you know yourself in a different way. You know what you know in a different way. That it's not enough just to tell that one story about yourself because you're not just one story. And even if you are just that one story, even if you have always just been one person, always in your whole life, no matter what else, and that's a theme that's come up as well. Um, I personally think that when we go through life, it's not that we've really changed any kind of core way. It's we become more self-aware. And through that self-awareness, we overcompensate or, you know, retract or do whatever, but based on that awareness. But that all of that has always been within us, right? We we can turn away from, um, or turn towards, sorry, the sun, like a flower would like, turn towards the sun. Or like, when it's been dark, we turn inwards or whatever, right? So th there's these dynamics that come up, but what do we focus on then what are we building what are we contributing to what do we spend our time effort and energy doing i want to know what's going on here i mean this takes courage but the courage comes from a deep deep inner desire to be someone and, and not even to be someone who that you're not it's not like you know this is not a tree wishing that it could i don't know that it was a bush right or something i can't even think but it's more the tree with the awareness that it will grow the leaves it's not gonna go someone no one's gonna come and stick the leaves on the on the tree it's gonna grow the leaves it's this kind of awareness of i can be different things for different seasons except you're a lot more complicated than a tree a lot more complicated Oh boy. Five of Cups, Four of Pentacles, Judgment. So think about here, right? So we've got the Knight of Cups here with the uh, Five of Cups. So these are regrets, losses, the rant, how we've followed our emotions, following our hearts, following our dreams. But here we've got the Five of Cups as well. Again, regret, loss, missed opportunities. Around what? Well, what we regret is the safe spaces, leaving what is safe, leaving what is known, leaving. You've got the tower over here, you've got the four of pentacles here. This is the rug getting pulled out from beneath you, whether you do it yourself or it happens to you. This card just flipped up. Two of cups. Six of wands. If the Knight of Cups was going from half the story, which is the three cups that have gone, the fact that the Two of Cups comes up here with the Five of Cups, it's now rebirth, 
transition, transformation, drawing a line under the past, facing the future without fear, right? But what does that mean? It means that we're leaving behind that which we're the, we're the most comfortable with, guys. I've talked about this before. But also focusing on what we do have, the two cups that are left standing, showing up from the two cups. Six of Wands is pride. It's showing up. Hey, guys, this is who I am. With the Nine of Cups at the beginning, with the Six of Wands at the end there, this is so much around what we are grateful for, what we want. And I'm not telling you to be grateful. If you're not grateful, that's cool, right? You can't fake the funk. Like, this is not... If it, there's anything else that's said about Aquarius, it's not about faking the funk. Yes, the Knight of Wands is optimistic. But at the very least, it's about this is what I choose to do. I choose to do this. This is the most empowered decision that I'm capable of at this time. We've got the Six of Wands and the Two of Cups. This is being recognised for how we connect. This is um, what we share emotional support comes in from this two of cups as well but it's it's very specific because it's coming up with this two five of cups sitting here and in the five of cups the person is only looking at the three cups that are not there how much of our wishing and our dreaming is from a place of lack because it's easier for pentacles because it's safer because then i can only get more right i don't have to, i can just sit here hold on to what i've got wish for more don't really have the hand space or the time or the space in my house to include it or in my schedule but that's because I don't really think it's going to happen anyway but there's a security in wishing for something that even if I don't think it's going to happen but this is showing up from the place of what is left what you have and you have something but no matter what it is it may be the understanding even if you're in the darkest place you've ever been in your life, right? You have an awareness of how dark life can get. And you could share that with someone. I've done that when I had the chronic illness community. Like these were, we were people at our most broken. Our most physically, emotionally, mentally broken, socially isolated people. And yet we were still, just from showing up from that place, just from me saying, hey guys, I'm having a really hard day today somebody else feels better about not being the only one who has a really hard day so that would be showing up in a different way so the the kinds of feelings that usually i would go hide and maybe just write in my journal or just lie in my bed and no one sees me now i would share it with someone that it would be a gift to someone we don't know what is a gift to anyone we we don't even know what are gifts to us Right. We just have an idea of what specifically would look like a gift. But it's that mindset, that process of turning everything into a gift. And even when we can't. Right. It's the understanding that I may not understand that. I may not understand how this is a gift today, but it will be a gift. It will be a gift. And look at this. The Ten of Swords. Nobody wants that. It's rock bottom. Six of Cups is rose um, tinted glasses. Looking back. At a time before the loss of innocence. But there's a way. I mean the king of swords has knowledge. And he shares that knowledge. But the queen of swords knows her own story. Knows who she is. Knows what she's been through. Um, 
and it's even knowing all of that applying yourself in a different way based on your deepest desires based on your own will of the expression of your will in a different way with that knight of wands I want to get one more. There's something about this reading. Let's get a postcard from Spirit. Right, very quickly. Let's see. Dearest you, miracles never run out. Look back over your life and you will see many moments of synchronicity when all the right people, the right place, the right opportunities and the right time just showed up without any of your help. Think back to how you felt just before a miracle happened. You felt you were giving up, but it was more like a gentle surrender to whatever was about to happen. We want you to know that miracles are being concocted for you and you will never, ever run out of them. You just don't get to choose how they come, who will deliver them, when they will show up and what they will do for you. All of that is our department. Spirit, Spirit knows what is best for you and what wants to be expressed through you. You are incredible and amazing and a magnet for miracles. That would be a good mantra for you today. We're on it. Relax. If you only knew how much you were loved. Sigh. Now this kind of ties it back full circle to that receiving card. Keep your eyes and ears peeled, guys, that this season. Really, I say all the time that with the eyes to hit, eyes to hear, eyes to see and the ears to hear, right? That if we just want to stay locked into that four of pentacles and be who we always were and live the same life that we've always lived. I mean, I, I don't know many people like that. Maybe you do, I don't know, but I don't know many people like that. That's i think human nature that's how innovation that's how we progress we always want more we want to try something else we want to be something else right we want to feel other things we have this kind of natural curiosity about us and adaptability as well and i'll be honest with you like i've done this reading about one of my shorter readings for the weeklies an hour it's been but I haven't scratched even like the tip of the tip of the iceberg with this. Like there's something much deeper from the roots, shaking, quaking, coming up with that tower and the seven of pentacles. And it's about what you wish for, what you're grateful for, what you feel, what you do with those feelings, what your motivations are, what your intentions are, how you see yourself in those things. What does it say about me that I wish for this? And it's like the light of that awareness, the epiphany of that, of well, why am, I, why am I investing in this? Or why am I doing this? And it's not that it, yes, there's an opening up, but it also feels like a laser focus, that like something gets picked. But it's from the expression of this is my story. This is my story that I want to tell. Or this is how my story is changing. Or my story can be told in a different way. Why have I always had it in the, the kind of... Uh, tragic kind of um genre when it could be a romantic comedy when it could be a whatever or it could be all of them but there's a massive change here and it's looking i mean it's the focus with the eight of pentacles but again even with the five of cups and the two of cups we're focusing on what remains shit's always going to end shit's always going to go we'll always have losses we will always be not supported who supports you what do you support what do you give to what are you receiving from that? There you go, my lovelies. Those are your messages. 
I love you guys very much. I will see you next time. But that's all for now. Goodbye.